deserve to treat yourself. So turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. Conair is spreading love and celebrating women, not just on International Women's Day, but every day with Conair Girl Bomb. Girl Bomb is their new line of powerful hair removal tools made just for us. Yeah. Whether it's the silky smooth skin or the empowering confidence boost you get, Conair Girl Bomb is here to amp up those positive vibes with some self-care. So to all the beautiful women out there, keep shining, keep being you, and treat yourself to some Conair Girl Bomb magic. You deserve it. Available at Walgreens. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbiotica is your solution to great-tasting all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or artificial nonsense. It's just pure goodness in every pouch. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. That's C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A if you want to be my friend, you had better go and get a pen. And maybe we could keep in touch like they did in the old days. It wasn't so long ago. Oh, and I wish you well. Oh, sign your pen, pal. Ooh deep breath right what do you there. think the imagery is to that song like if we were a tv show like if i feel like it would you know, be like animated family ties is the uh, would it be animated mantle of the all pictures. the pictures what do you think you're asking this question you've got something fired up it's probably you and me writing to each other right i guess <laughs> i don't think i've ever pictured it the most non-committal I think I've just always given myself to Patrick's voice and fully committed to just hearing his beautiful, sweet tones. The beautiful winter sounds? His, the beautiful sounds of winter. I always, I've told him to change the name of the band. He won't listen. I go, go with sounds of winter, you know, you, S-O-W. Uh, first of all, we're both being hat guys, and you are once again wearing sunglasses in the studio. Same hoodie, too. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, guess what, Roar? What, dare? People are growing the show. Hashtag grow the show, folks. Hashtag grow the show. Do you? So people have left us reviews. Can, I, can I give a mission before you read the reviews? You can do whatever you want. Folks, I want you to take that hashtag grow the show, and I want you to use it in all context of your life. And mm-hmm. I also, this is, this is where Dan and I get a little fight club. I want everybody getting five new people to listen to the podcast, either in your social life it's or new at pen work. Pals. Get some new pen pals in there. We have to grow the show. And right. I won't be satisfied until the whole country's listening to this. And you know what? What? The whole world. Why not? Yeah. I think big. So you want to read a couple of reviews? Or Hit do you me. want me to read them? Yeah. I have them right here. You grab them and okay. do them. Okay. Okay. You ready? I am. Hashtag 
Grow the Show by Hannah Phillips Kaplan. Best show ever. Didn't even care about pods until this show. Hashtag grow the show. Hashtag Jared left Daniel, which isn't actually the official. It's just Dan. Hashtag subject to change. Hashtag F. Two F. That's a listener right there. Who knows that they can't even go hashtag RRGT because you can only start at F two. Exactly. You That's can't even a listener. Use that. That's a listener. I don't even. I don't even know if I know all the hashtags. How about another one by M P M O S I E R M P Massier? I don't know. I and there's little clap emojis between each word here. I am so here for this. Five stars, dearest pen pals. I might be obsessed with Daniel. We have so much okay, in common. Okay, I think we can cut it off right there. <laughs> Next I, reader. I grew up in the Midwest. My first car was a Chevelle. Favorite movie, Stand by Me. Favorite restaurants, Cheesecake Factory and Chipotle. Only they wrote CCF, so they knew they knew I would know. Okay. I knew the words, all the words to these eyes prior to the release of Superbad. So did I. I'm convinced we would be perfect together. Did you together. write a letter to yourself? No. You Those are all psychopath. true about me as well. I'm convinced we would be perfect together. Alas, I'm happily married. Any advice on how to deal with the pain of this unrequited passion? Hashtag grow the show. Hashtag F2F. Hashtag lettuce wraps. That's a deep cut. Hashtag yacht rock. Hashtag no way Jared left Daniel. Hashtag Jared is a loser. This is all on iTunes. I'm going to answer this person's question. That person question. knows this show more than I know this show. Any advice on how to deal with the pain of an unrequited passion? Sometimes you just have to accept that life didn't work out your way. I would right? say maybe uh, maybe know that I don't know what unrequited means. What do you mean? Right, exactly. Uh, this person, see, here's the thing. Somebody wrote us a five-star but didn't write Grow the Show. Can I read it or no? Just read it. Who wouldn't want to? Uh, but call- everyone needs to learn from this. Okay. We'll do three. Hashtag grow the show. I'm going to do three more in their ball really quick. Ready? Okay. Two of the best by Kimmy3790. Who wouldn't want a podcast with two of the funniest people alive? DVK and Rory are hysterical human beings, and I look forward to listening weekly. From inside my heart, guys, thank you. Then they updated it on 1031 and wrote, when did you realize you were a successful comedian? I'll let you know. Interesting. When did you realize, Rory? Um, when I felt that I was in control of my craft. I feel that way too. But I also, can tell you when that was. But can we also say that the bar keeps moving? Because I always keep losing control of Shut my craft. Up. Don't you feel like the, the bar, bar keeps, always keeps moving? So you're kind of like, yeah, I'm, I live off this. That feels successful. But then you're on to the next thing. <laughs> right. You never enjoy what you've accomplished because right. you're already thinking too far ahead. Hashtag grow the show by Ruben R7007. Dear Dan and Rory, love the show. Best parts are when Rory talks about golf. Keep up the good work. That's Five a, stars. That's a good listener right we'll there. One more. Hashtag grow the show. Five stars by Libertina. They write, love these boys. They answered my email and had such great advice. Thanks, DVK and Rory. Roar, roar. Guys, thank you Rory, so much. Rory, Those Rory. are some reviews. We're going to keep doing them. We're going to keep doing them. Hashtag grow the if show. If you ask us a it's quick question, important. we'll try to uh, we'll give you a quick answer. Yeah. Hashtag grow the show. Five stars on iTunes. And, and also, yeah, do tell people about it. Now, we got to get into something or right we got away. Some business. We got something. We got a reply. 
So uh, I can't remember if it was last episode or two episodes Who ago. Who cares? They live in your heart forever. They're always in my heart. But the one about the uh, the the groomsman who was going to do the thing at the wedding, there's no way if you're a listener you don't know what I'm talking right. about. Right. So we're, you were on tour with Conan. I was on my tour. Yeah. I don't know how much you got you got to interact with people after the show, but I've had numerous conversations I'm, I'm not shitting you. Numerous with people who listened to that episode about yes. that groomsman yes. and were like, Dan, I'm so happy you and Rory just went at that guy. I'm like, yeah. hey, we weren't Everyone trying to go knew. at him in a rude, mean way. We're trying to go in an honest way. We're trying to go face to face, which yes. we obviously have to go uh, face to ear. We're here to mouth right, to right, ear. Right, right, we have right. to go mouth to ear. Right, we're right. M2E. We're emotionally. We're the only ones that can be M2E because <laughs> we have to go mouth to ear. But face to face, but M2E in our world is face to face. People had a response to that. Guy. So people had responses. People are fired up. People are passionate. I would also just like to say some friends, uh, friends of the pen pals came out to a show in Detroit and they had something to give me, but we bolted right after the show uh, for Boston. <gasps> so I didn't get to grab it. But guys, thanks for coming to the show and being pen pals and buddies and all that jazz. Um, so we had the groomsman. He okay. wanted to get in between the best man. And the groom during the wedding. We said, don't do it. Uh, He calls himself the co-best man. So I can't remember what we called him in that letter. I want to make sure I don't say his name on here because he didn't I think it's King Pants or something like that. Um, But I got a best regards from this guy. Folks, we could be getting had here. This could be a a Mm -hmm. ploy. Mm -hmm. But Dan and I, we go with our heart and we just... We 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 try to hope for the best. We try to hope that we're always getting the truth right. from our listeners. Right. So this is from Preston. Hi, Rannery. Already a great start. <laughs> I'm sure you remember a recent letter that one of my good friends wrote into you a few weeks back. Right. He explained his ploy to become my co-best man and slip in between myself and my real best man uh, on my wedding day. This is my response to the two of you. What in the hell? Thank the good, sweet, precious Lord above that I listened to your podcast and heard this episode before the wedding. He has been one of my good friends for a few years, and as you know, my roommate for a period of time as well. Generally speaking, he is a great bro to have around and can slay a room with a joke 80% of the time. He takes big risks with his jokes that often yield big results. However, the other 20% of the time, there's a side of his humor that causes a tectonic, cringy shift in the vibe of the room. Like I said, big risks. He's the type of guy to blow a vuvuzela. Vuvuzela. You can say whatever you Vuvuzela. Yeah, I can just say whatever that word is. uh, At a funeral to lighten the mood. A Michael Scott of sorts. Sure, this whole co-best man thing was funny. I got a good laugh out of it and rolled with it. I've even referred to him as my co-best man a few times. Which he loved. Which he loved. But finding out about this slipping in between my best man and I thing is way too much. How do I rein in this co-best man bit? Maybe more importantly, how do I keep the mic away from him at the wedding and explain to him that he isn't getting a speech? He's a good friend, but I just don't feel like worrying about my friends and family keeping their Chipotle down in the presence of some potential colossal cringe. The wedding isn't until March, by the way. Best regards, Preston. I want to dive right into this because okay. honestly, it was King Ponters was. Yeah, his, his here's the name. thing. Dan and I approached this letter, going, you know, what? we're just going to give the 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 sure. crowd, the fans, the listeners, an update on this situation. Right. But I, we may get deeper into this you than go, I thought. Dude, in which case, show. I'll move my letter to to next week, <laughs> the week after. We can episode. do whatever we want, Rory. So. 
you know, hashtag grow the show. But the thing is important here is, okay, <laughs> one, a couple things, and you know me, I like to work backwards. I know. But the the throwing in the Chipotle thing. I am a skeptical person. I wonder if we are getting scammed by one person and none of this is real. There's no I worry King it Ponters, in the back of my head. Exactly. King Ponters and Preston are the same person. Exactly. But I don't know that. And I, I go either. on good faith. Yep, because we're but, pen pals. But here's some things in here. Preston, straight up, you know King Ponters listens to this show. Yep. You, we now know that you listen to the show. Yep. King Ponters maybe didn't know that you listened to this show. Very true. Or possible. maybe he does know. Mm-hmm. But either way... You do know that he does listen. Right. And you are writing questions in here that you clearly need to F2F with him. There's no, this dude is and not you're, even you're, close to going F2F. You're going through us. Now, one, I appreciate that you are going through us because we are getting entertainment out of this if it is real. <laughs> but you got to straight up bring these questions. Like you just said. How do I keep the mic away from him at the wedding and explain to him that he isn't getting a speech? You That's so how. clearly want him to hear us say that for you. Right. You got to do we it. We are not your conduit. We are not whatever word Dan just said. <laughs> we are not condors. We are not uh-uh. birds uh-uh. of the no, night. Don't make us go fetch birds your prey. Birds of the night fetching prey. Because, okay, for all for as much shit as we give King Ponters, and he deserved it. Well, and I don't mean shit as a negative. I mean t- honest, heartfelt response. But you mean like when you say he needed to hear some shit, he needed to hear some truth. Right. He needed a mean. truth bomb right to his and soul. He, he came to us, yes. right? And 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 at least give him credit for reaching out to some pen pals to be like, Curious. am I in the wrong? How far can I go here? Yes. And and we hopefully we held a, a pen pal mirror up to him yeah. and said, you're making it about you. You're not making. You're not trying to be funny. Yeah. There's a lot of. You need to tell your friend you were hurt if you were hurt, but also accept what your friend wants. That's yeah. what we left. Okay. Yes. Now, Preston. Preston coming at us. Preston is saying to us what he should just say to his. I'm gonna say it. Goddamn. Friend, you know what? I got because they're communicating through us. These guys aren't besties. That's there's no best man situation here. King Ponters, how do I tell somebody I'm sorry? I can't give you the mic. You know how you, you know how you do it? it. You know how you do it, Preston. You you text him. <laughs> <laughs> you know how you do it, Preston. You ask somebody else to go. You know let what, him Preston? Know. You ask your you future ask wife. DJ. You ask your future wife to reach out on your behalf. Um, another thing in here. He's talking 80%, 20%. Aren't those the exact same percentages we used when we talked about jokes? Probably. And she, I feel like 80-20 came. Now, granted, 80-20 is a very common ratio when people sure. describe anything. Right. Because it's good, but people always a, get, also a, rarely do you hear 60-40. You always get 70-30 and 80-20. Mm-hmm. Never do you hear 90-10. No, 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 no. Or you hear 50-50 a lot. Yep, yep. But most of the time you hear 70-30, 80-20. Right. But I just I, there's a curiosity there. I'm like, is this guy hinting at us? See, that's what's even in your answer. You're still clocking in with yourself of being like, I don't know if I'm being. I just with. have this skepticism. I and also I don't want to. I I feel like he's joking. We're going to serve Chipotle, but at the same time, honestly, if I went to a wedding and they were serving Chipotle, I'd be, I'd be so like, happy. this is a fucking great wedding, a hundred percent. But I can't tell if he's being funny or not. And I was like, I I I can't, Preston. I'm not. Gonna, I'm going to take you at face value. Okay. Your picture came with your email. Yeah. So I am looking at a real person, mm-hmm. <laughs> I assume. <laughs> it's an avatar. Um, but I also, and here's the one thing that Dan pointed out that, that it, like, either this is the groom or it's one guy messing with us. 
but Preston in this email used the guy's real name right. that we did that know. That we did not. So it's definitely not just a stranger deciding to get involved in this conversation for fun. Right. And if you are the type of person who ever wants to do that and fuck with us on these letters, just know there's no fun in that for us right, or we, the listeners. Because we, we put our heart into our pen pals. Yeah. But I want to say this, taking this at face value, yeah, as someone who is always t- so skeptical. What is your response here? Preston, here's the deal. One, you gotta go. You gotta take King Ponters out, and you gotta have yourself a beer, and you just gotta you gotta f two f because there's no. If you want to maintain this relationship, you gotta drop the hammer. You gotta go. Look, here's the deal, man. The co best man thing. It was funny, but now you're taking it too far. And there's a part of me that thinks Preston is coming through us. You told me before we started, you were starting to go on King Ponter's side after it, getting It's kind of moving me over there, but the thing that I agree with Preston here is Preston's pointing out how he feels, and he's asking these questions. I think he's kind of going, hey, Ponter's, I didn't want you talking about my wedding through these guys, so now I'm going to communicate through them yeah. that you're not getting a speech. Either way, two people are listening to this episode right now <laughs> who are li- who know that it's about them. Uh, they hardcore know. <laughs> But Rory, he says, how do I tell him he's not getting a speech? Didn't King Ponters tell us, his pen pals, that he had already wor- had been agreed that he was going to get to talk at the wedding? That, I, I, so now, I, think this, I think the fact that he was going to do this is the punishment. He goes, oh, you're going to do that? Guess what? No speech. This okay. is a relationship that needs men to either. Here's the deal. You guys either got to mend this or you guys got to burn it and just not talk anymore because you guys are in a weird spot. You guys are on different pages. This wedding is destructive to the two of you. I mean, if it's in March, that's enough time. We could set up a date in March, Rory, to do a live live pen pals and hit this wedding up and just see what happens. I would go to this wedding. Especially if there's Chipotle, I would go. Here's the deal, Preston. If you Preston, you hit us back up. And you let us know if we can come to the wedding. You know what? Let us give a speech at the wedding. And if and we get to give a speech, and King Ponters isn't invited, <laughs> we take his out. On actually, here's what I want you to do, it, Preston. If you do this, tell King Ponters. Yeah, you, you, actually, here's the deal. Can like, Dan and I be in the wedding? <laughs> <laughs> on the bride side, I want to be a fucking. What do you call it? What? Best man and uh, the, what's the wine? Uh, what do you call it when a girl stands up with you? When a girl stands up with you? It's like your maid of you? honor and then Maid what? of honor. The no, best man and maid of honor. And then what are the other people? There's groomsmen, bridesmaids. Yeah. It literally left my brain. Yeah. Okay, but don't you think he should just, why shouldn't he just, just, here's, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it too. I'll go on a limb. Yeah. Maybe for some reason King Potters hasn't heard this before Preston hears it. Do exactly what you said. Be like, hey, dude. I heard your letter on Pen Pals. Yeah, and then talk for a while about how great the show is and grow the show and tell people in the bar about the show. Then after that, you should just be like, hey, you're great, man. I think you're funny. I love having you in my life. But you take big swings. And let's be honest. Remember the time when when we got kicked out of Buffalo Wild Wings? You take big misses, Wait, was that real? No, I'm saying he. there's probably something he could cite where it like went bad. Here's also a side note. I love big swings. I greatly respect people that take big swings. We do. That's one of our things. Yeah. I'm a big fan of it, and I know exactly how it feels on both sides of it when a big swing doesn't work. When I take one and it fails or when someone else does and it fails, it doesn't mean I don't respect a big swing. Here's what I think we've done. I think King Ponter's heard our episode and isn't going to slip in between. 
I think it made a lot of sense. A I lot of people not. were like, that was the right call. I think this wedding is until March. King Ponders has heard it. I hate calling him King Ponders. But either way. <laughs> KP. Uh, KP. KP heard it, and KP knows the deal. Like, okay, I'm not going to do it. But I bet you KP went, but I'm going to lay into that speech. I think, Preston, if you know this guy keeps saying he's your co-best man, and he he... No one else is giving a speech but him. I assume. No, the other, but the best man is. But also, you're allowing a second speech, right? You got to know this guy so clearly wants to be the best man. That's clearly been voiced. So if if you're in that position, Preston, the way that you rein it in is you have a chat face to face, and you say, "Look, don't fuck with this speech. Don't fuck with this ceremony." Right. Don't do the things that you're going to do. And Preston, that's on you because you've now admitted that you know this guy takes big swings. You, that's what I'm saying. Rory. You know who he is. You know but that's you know he... that KP is a loose cannon. So Preston, exactly. I'm gonna, that's, that's what makes me go a little bit with KP. Now knowing this from Preston, we know that KP puts himself on the line and is willing to get cringeworthy responses because maybe he gets a laugh. But we also know that KP was doing it because he really wanted to be the best man. He told exactly. us that in our letter. It wasn't just to be funny. So here's what I think. My final con- my final analysis of these two people. Cool, and then I'm going to give mine. Is that they're both right and they're both wrong. You each know each other. KP was going to take a big swing. Guess what? KP takes big swings. We found out KP why he was going to take the big swing. Ah, that's not the motivation to take a big swing. Right. So right and wrong. He's staying true to himself, but also read the crowd. Sure. Preston, you know he is desperate to be your best man, and you and and I think you made the right decision by saying, "Look, I'll give you a speech," but I got to say, and and for all that, you're right. Here's where I think you're wrong. You you know you got a fucking loose cannon. You got a wild dog in your pack mm-hmm. of very. Smart dogs who sit and play poker and pose long enough to get a painting done. Yep. <laughs> There's a reason KP is not in that painting, because he wouldn't fucking sit still. Right. And you know that he's like that. So if you're going to give him a speech, you got to grab a beer. You got to go, look, here's the, here's the guidelines with this fucking speech. Don't fuck with me. And you got to push him a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then you got to make your noses touch like... Like when the principal and Marty McFly were in the hallway because he was late. <laughs> and they each got a tardy slip, but it was just a yellow post-it note. And why did that count? You love Back to the Future. Dan, I'm on a roll right now. Let me ride. Let me ride this wave. And you got to get right up in his... And this, I want your volume to be this. And you get your nose right against his nose. And you go, look, KP, ride or die. But I swear to God, if you fuck me over, I will kill you. And your whole family. <laughs> maybe, maybe a little off the gas on the last part. You know what? I got lost in it. I got lost in it I right know. then. I, I was watching Reel you. me back. You got to reel me back sometimes. I'll go over the edge. Dude, I don't even need to say anything. But Preston, you, Preston you know the deal. You got to drop the hammer. You got to set the guidelines go because you know you're working with a loose cannon. Don't ever expect a loose cannon to know how to create their right, own guidelines. Right. This is why we're great together because that's what I literally was going to say. You got to put your hand on his shoulder and just say, you're the wild card. Steer and every, every group needs a wild card. And I'm glad you're the wild card, but you, you can't count on a wild card. And wild cards shouldn't yeah. be counted on. That's what makes them beautiful. God, I can't even imagine. So the, the, I remember we were saying what the best man's name was, Zach. God, I feel bad for Zach. Zach is just in the middle of a hurricane here. 
<laughs> Zach doesn't know it. Zach's a good guy. Probably works at the library. <laughs> you know what you're gonna get. You, you know, know what you're, you're getting from get. Zach, which is why he's the best man. Uh, he's gonna read a poem. Right. And it's gonna make people cry. It mean you love him more. And but KP's weddings... gonna get up there and go, "This is what it looks like to jerk off in public." And but, I was like, "My God!" But now weddings... I can't finish my burrito. Weddings are about knowing what's gonna happen as planned. You talked about that. Zach gives you, you know, what's gonna happen. Yes. Yes. You can't count on a wild card. I'm gonna say this. My intention was not to get this deep into this letter, but I think we can't let that just go. We've got ourselves a saga. This is I our agree. first saga. I agree. Do you want to take a break? And I don't we'll know f- that I like the word saga. Saga. Everybody just say saga. 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 Ready? We're all going to say it on the count of three. Okay, okay. One, One two, two, three. three. Saga. saga. Okay, you know what? Maybe that's Wherever you are listening to us, cult. let's do it one more time, just a little louder. A little louder. Just a little, little louder. louder. And if you're on just, headphones or a car, if you're in it, public, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. matter. You're with us. This is no. a te- you're with us right now. Okay, ready? Just one, a two, two, three. Saga. Okay, now that felt good. <laughs> that felt good. Don't worry about that lady who looked at you. Don't, look, Don't worry about Don in accounting. Her, give her a look. Give Don you, the finger. Because you know what? We're going to do it just one, one more, more time. time. Here okay. we go. And um, like as loud as you can do it. As loud as you can do it. Okay. One, one two, three. Saga! Good right, that's feel it. Good? Folks, sincerely, your pen pals, Rory Scoville. And Daniel Van Kirk. Hey, Do you miss traveling with your besties like in Girls Trip? Do you miss going to huge family gatherings like in Soul Food? Do you miss meeting the parents like in Get Out? Well, actually, no one misses that. But you can still do all of these things with me, Desmond Thorne, on my podcast, Adventures in Black Cinema. Each week, I take you on a journey through a new black film, how it relates to the culture, and sometimes how the themes relate to my own life. So there's always a little tea and a slight bit of embarrassment. And of course, as a filmmaker myself and one of the blackest, film nerdiest film nerds like ever, you're always in good hands. Adventures in Black Cinema with Desmond Thorne, executive produced by Amanda Seals. New episodes every Tuesday on all major podcast platforms. When was the last time you did something just for you? Discover your summer essentials with FabFitFun, the best subscription box service delivering full-size self-care and wellness products delivered straight to your door. Their experts carefully pick from top trending products for you to personalize your own box of happiness. Just choose your plan and get ready for the best in home, fashion, beauty, wellness, and so much more. So whether it's the perfect beach blanket, a handy wine chiller, or aloe vera gel, FabFitFun has you covered for all of your fun in the sun needs. You'll get to choose some of the products to go in your box while the rest are a surprise. Plus, you can access other perks like flash sales and new items up to 70% off. FabFitFun is more than just an incredible value. It's me time in a box. All about the brands you love, the brands you will love, and doing something that's just for you. Visit FabFitFun.com for 50% off your first box while supplies last when you use code TALKSHOW. That's FabFitFun.com, code TALKSHOW. Oh, we're back. Saga. You- 
Remember earlier? Yeah, I remember. I assume the crowd's already. <laughs> the audience is like, what? We're back from intermission. Every listener's like, I don't remember it. I know. Guys, the lights have flickered, so you know we're coming back. Get, yeah. Get into your seats. If you were in a car, if you're like, hey, we're on a trip, and uh, somebody in the car didn't do Saga while you're listening to this, just oh, know, just you know, know that you that's... Stand. Yep. That's your that's your reverse KP. You know what? That's a reverse KP. Well, because you know, that's what I was gonna say. They stay too far. King in the Potter's bed. definitely yelled Saga. Zach, Zach would probably be like, I'm not yelling. I'm not yelling. Zach I'll be probably said. Zach I'm was not like, doing it. Zach, I think Zach's a player. Zach goes oh, Saga. He right. never got louder. Right, 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 right. And Preston, uh, who is actually KP. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want. I don't. Part of me goes, either way, I could roll into Either that. way, I'm so proud of Preston and KP and Zach, and Zach unknowingly. <laughs> just dragged into this. God, I'll tell you what, if we get a third letter and it's from Zach, we're definitely getting it. I half. want a letter from the bride. Yeah, Preston, can you ask your uh, uh, husband bride? Husband or wife? We your don't fiance? even know. Yeah. Can, uh, future can, husband or yeah, future wife? Fiance. Can you have your fiance write us? Yeah. Um, you know, we never... <laughs> Does that letter count if we didn't ever go to the letters? What? Retroactively. Oh, that's our first non-going to the letters. Because it was like in our life. It was. It was very prominent. I've been talking about this. I would. T- I was as soon as this letter came in. I was talking to Dan about it. I was like, we got to talk about this. We did. But you now what? you know what, Preston KP. Mm-hmm. You just got the DVKRS. Uh, I love you. words of wisdom, and now we just see where it goes. I like the order you put those in. I'm a respectful co-host. You're a good. You're one. a selfish man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you want to do another one? Can you reach the top of the stack? Let's go to I the letters. I can't believe how many letters we have. Let's, Let's go. go to the letters. Okay. Here we go. Ready? Jump up there. I got Jump. it. Do you want me to do the thing where oh. I put my fingers together and you step on it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Ready? Mm-hmm. One, two, three. I got it. Ah. Okay. I got it. Our Foley is fucking top notch. <laughs> Second career is that a, is that an award? Yeah, theme song and Foley. <clears throat> hey it. pals, my name is Carson. I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but more of a conspiracy enthusiast. I'm really into con- culture and creation of conspiracy theories and find them fascinating. I was wondering if either of you buy into any conspiracies, whether you just think they are interesting or you straight up believe them. What theories stand out in your head when you think about a conspiracy? My personal favorite is Flat Earth. The more I learn about what Flat Earthers believe, the more fascinated I am in the whole thing. Is that crazy? Crazy. Thanks. Love the show. Your pal, Carson. Conspiracy theories, Rory. Well, thanks for sending us a letter, Carson. As two pound cake heads, we obviously appreciate one conspiracy theory um, from uh, 112263. That Stephen King. Dan and I's mutual favorite book. I know. Um, uh, And that's the assassination of JFK. Um, do you that think... one has always intrigued me. There's things that have intrigue you heard the me new about one? it. Have you heard the new one? About that? Yeah. No. The new conspiracy theory about JFK? Please. Please. Uh, is it pray tell? What does pray tell mean? Ooh, pray tell is like, keep going. I would pray like tell. to pray. I, I pray that you tell me more. Oh, pray okay. tell. Um, I, I kind of made that up. Uh, I'm going to just, I'm going to assume that's right for the rest so of the So the idea is, is that the night before JFK was shot... A lot of the Secret Service were out partying in Dallas and kind of were feeling hungover and just maybe not at the top of their game. Glasses change. 
from Rory. Is this a, this is a new conspiracy theory? Yes. This isn't old. I I just heard it, but I think okay. it's a new theory. Okay, go ahead. So, the thing is, Oswald says he only shot he he did the shot. He says that right. So, but he said one shot. Right. Okay. That he did the shot. Boom. But the other bullets you're hearing is because they had uh like little the Secret Service had guns right, and mm-hmm. one of them accidentally shot his gun off when in the fracas of everything and blew off the president's head and it was a it's a secret service cover up to the fact that they killed the president of the United States of America interesting and that the, one's a tough one to get on board with i don't know it just do you ever remember here's the elements of everyone was out partying so the next day they were like drunkenly I don't know. hung over playing like having their guns out and like oh shit like the keystone <laughs> no, cops No they took them out because they heard gunshots on the, against the president Yeah and then in the freak out of it a guy accidentally a secret service member actually discharged his gun Killing the president, for yeah. sure killing the president. Wouldn't we know that? Wouldn't there be, I feel like in the Zapruder film. That's how conspiracy theories work, wouldn't you? Well, I think I, I, I can't get behind that one. That one seems absurd. Do you, I will say this. I have been to Dealey Plaza. You have too, too, right? Yeah. That The window of that book depository is not very far away from where the motorcade was. Like, when you look at it, mm-hmm. and then people go, well, he was a horrible shot. I, well, people say that, but sure. I, I mean, who knows? Or he was like a decent shot. You know, he did serve. He was like trained yeah. to a degree. Yeah. Whether he was good or not, I don't know. But it's not that far away. Someone's like, oh, it's a pretty long shot to try and hit. Like, I don't think it is. Yeah. I actually. It seems doable. I think it's doable. Yeah. I really do. Well, and I, I think it was doable. What, do you think it's a conspiracy theory? So I have for a long time, but the older I get, the less I feel that it was. However, this is what I think about. All of these things that are like conspiracy conspiracy theories that involve the government, uh, for like nine eleven, nine eleven being an inside job, and like, think, what do you think on that? I'm torn on things because I don't want to live in a world where I believe that it is an inside job. But I think, and some I know that people to. go to websites and they go, "Well, here's how you disprove all of the things that where it could be an inside job," and you show, "No, this is what happens." But then you hear someone go, well, I actually work in metal or I do this, and I know that, that fuel, the, the fuel couldn't have done that to the beams, and these beams should have been able to withstand this. And then you, Tower 7 goes down, and then or Building 7 goes down, and then right. you're also like, you see these explosions that happen that, like, why would explosions occur in these certain parts that, like, almost look like, right. like demolition? But there isn't a part of me that wants to go, oh, that's what it is. But I, I do think there is this naivete in the world where when some people just go, JFK was killed by Lee Harvey Oswald and 9-11 is not an inside job and these things, it's like, there are people that also don't matter-of-factly know either. I think... You're saying that there's somewhere it's better, it, it's too... You want to ask asking some questions. questions. I think not yeah. sitting in your life and believing that the that powerful people in government and people who are leaders to assume that they have your best interests or that they care about you or the facade of mm-hmm. you are protected and it's for these things and this is why we do this. Right. People live their lives not wanting to question it. There's people who just live their lives going, well, the United States is the best country in the world. It's like, but you don't even think about what you're saying right. or what that means right. or what the world actually is. Right. You, 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 
You have completely committed to a system that you were born and bred into. It's like people who are who are Christian, who are like all the other religions are wrong, and there's no part of them goes. Well, you don't understand that you were born into yours because your parents were probably right. Christian. So from a very early age, someone told you. So this is reality. You have to be a good person and you go to heaven. If sure. you're a bad person, you go to hell. Sure. Someone told you that your whole life. So your brain, your computer, has downloaded what it is certain is definite information. Right. And the catch of it all is that within that information that you were taught, within your religion, you were told if you question this or stray from this, right. you will go to hell. There's right. a built-in fail-safe for you for to you. not ask questions. For you to not ask questions and for you to go, this is reality. This is what's true. This right. is what's real. Right. And it's the people who live their lives that way that are truly the problem well, with, dude, with, with evolution, with progress, with change. Right, because they're not there critically are people, thinking. Critical thought exactly, is what saves are, all of us yes. all the time. And there are people who live within these bubbles in their community. There are people who... Uh, by by virtue of how they were raised and who everyone around them is, they inherently not inherently they have this. Well, I guess inherently means you heredit you 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 inherited this like thought. Yeah. But who are racist? Who have never spent time with people of other races or other cultures to right. realize that all of their their uh, their misconceptions yep. are simply that and they're simply stereotypes and, and cliche like on a greater scale like to to say that uh um and to say that about religion as right. well that it's the same thing they live in a bubble of where they've been told this is reality and they don't question it so i am one of those people that looks at conspiracy theories like 9-11 like jfk and i want to go yes i i i i want everything to be black and white and simple and go, these are the facts and this is the information. That's what happened. Sure. But I don't think you get anywhere by not questioning constantly, questioning authoritative uh, figures like the religion, yep. education, and government. Like, I think you have to constantly wonder what is the best interest of these people. You can't sit here if someone listens to this podcast and you're a you're a public Republican, you cannot sit here and tell me that someone like Mitch McConnell is a guy who's like he just wanted to always lead the people and do right by the American people. No, that is a an example of someone in the government who has their own personal interests right. involved with how money works for them and how money works for their family and how money works for their friends, and they have convinced you to support them by throwing at you these little things. little little things that yeah. you know you will attach to that makes you think that they are on your side. Right. And that goes for both sides of the aisle. That goes for Democrats oh, and yeah, Republicans. 100%. Yes. But I think that to fully invest in a conspiracy theory sight unseen without your own research is a little crazy. But I think but some people to do research that because they care. want it to. They want it to, they need it to it. fit into it's a framework. Well, it also like helps them process what happened yes. if they have something to put it on because then it's like that feels better than being like, no, just like eight dudes got on planes and flew into our buildings because it was just fucking easy to do. Yeah, and they but got no, into no, the no, cockpit and they that. did this. No, and they no, did no, the, it couldn't yeah. have been that. It was like a whole thing. Like, like no, dude, that's... Yes. That's just all it was. Yes. That's what happened. And, but I and, think, I, but, and I'm not saying that 
one isn't over the other. Sure, but sure. a lot of times I think our brain tries to find a framework to put something in because otherwise just the disaster of something is too. It happens in religion, too, where people say, like, well, they died for a reason, right? And it's like, no, they fucking didn't. Like like a nine-year-old will die of cancer. Like, well, I guess God just needed another angel. No, he fucking didn't. Right. But you need to tell yourself that because that For puts some sanity. framework into this so that you're not just like, yes. there was no reason. They want, like, the reason of yes. it. Yes. What about, like, the moon landing or Area 51? Do you do you sign up for any of those? Oh, conspiracies? Yeah. But that's the thing, too. It's like you're so far removed from these things that all you can really know is uh, what what is in front of you. And right. all you can really know and understand is uh, what you can touch and and So you don't know if we landed on the moon. And be a part of. I'm not, but I don't want to sit here and say we didn't land on the moon. I, I believe that we did. Yeah. But when someone goes, well, look at this, or look at this, look at this, I go, yeah, it, it does raise a lot of questions. You're right. And I think those questions, and I think those questions are important. Sure. And I think they're a very good thing to have. There's a certain level of skepticism that I think is uh, needed and right. healthy because it's a balance to things. Because would you, when everyone just fully throws in on believing um, these things, like like for instance, let let t- take Donald Trump for example. Okay. If Where you do take I have Donald to take Trump him? Can I take and him you to you the middle of the oh, ocean? look at you, and then he's going to go down there and get the the get the Atlantis the, gold the bad guy from Transformers. <laughs> I can't remember what was his name. Skyscraper or something. I don't the know. Skyscraper man, I took the kids that movie. That was damn that was good. A good one. Damn, I like the Bumblebee one. But if you take Trump and like why people want to believe, like why people want to believe in leaders and why right. they want to like get behind things, what upsets people? of rationality, that have rational minds, <laughs> yeah. is that Donald Trump is getting people fired up with this negative, yeah. hateful thing. And it, it hurts your brain and it hurts your soul because you want to believe that that couldn't possibly be the majority. And voting-wise, we know that it wasn't. Right. But you can't believe that was even that many people. Couldn't it be enough. You can't like, believe. I just can't, there can't be enough people. Yes, you can't is. believe that there's enough people that look past the e-entertainment, you know, open mic situation. You can't believe that there's people who look past mocking a disabled reporter. But everyone will just tell themselves what they need to hear to believe the thing is right. That's why why claiming that fake news is so popular. In front of Native American World War II veterans. I just wanted to ask, I don't really know any big Trump supporters, but I just wanted to be like, that doesn't, I'm not asking you to change your vote. I'm not saying to wear a Hillary pin. I just want to say, I just want to know, that doesn't bother you? Exactly. And people don't, they don't, they want to go, oh, well, I'm I'm into this now. People, uh, most people, and it's it's what's so funny and interesting to me is that most people will just go with something. I've reposted stuff on Twitter, and it's definitely coming from a liberal sure, standpoint, sure, sure. where I just posted something because I was like, oh, my God, look at this about, like, I, I don't know. I feel like mass shootings is always yeah, something yeah. topical, but maybe something on mass Sadly, shootings. And someone yes. goes, actually, the statistics are this. And you just go, oh, that, not that the statistics are uh, still for, sure, right. you know, proper gun control. Right. But you still go, oh, I still also just bought into something immediately because i just went oh that's information so and that should go out there your thing about conspiracy theories you appreciate the that there isn't blind faith yes you appreciate that about it i think blind level. faith in any and anything is 
is dangerous. Because when you look at something like questions are are good right. and they're healthy, and yes, people will always take those questions too far. And at some point, you do reach a a point where you just go, all right, shut the fuck. Something like, well, I think Lee Harvey Oswald was able to fly. I actually think he was from <laughs> space. And like you go, okay, there is a limit to what I can believe. <laughs> right, right. But within a certain framework, into within certain boundaries, I think questions can't you can't view questions as absurd. And you right. also can't put your blind faith into people who you elect and to people that you that are are in positions of power, you don't know their motivations, you don't know where they come from, you don't know their connections, you don't know who they are at all. I'm not saying that you you just become an anarchist and you go, well, the system's broken. Right. But you, I think the system breaks when you assume the system works. Because you look at something like the moon landing and you could say, well, why would they fake it, right? Because JFK said we were going to do it before the end of the decade and it took them until 1969 to do it, right? So it's like we just got it in there. They didn't want, yeah, to have his words die in vain. And we were in a race with the Soviets. And and if somebody said, hey, we could shoot this and fake it and no one will ever know, is it beyond the realm of possibility? Somebody's like, fine, fuck it, because we're not going to do this before the end of the decade. And if no one will ever know anyway, we'll eventually go and we'll know, whatever. Like, yeah, okay, I'd buy it for that. But there's some things to me, dude, where you're like, okay, Lee Harvey Oswald, a spaceman, get off, come down from the tree, honey. But, like, flat earth. Flat earth, dude. I can't understand it. I don't either. I can't. I feel like, and I'm I'm sorry if any pen pals are flat. fascinated. I'm fascinated. I'm I'm fascinated by it. I'm fascinated by it. I'm just, dude, dude, I'm fascinated. It fascinates me. Hashtag fascinate. I'm sorry if any (laughs) any of our pen pals are flat earth. There's not, sorry, I'm just sorry you're about to get your feelings hurt. Uh, I'm actually not, because there's certain things that you can. Oh, no, they need to hear it. Yeah. I'm just saying. This is a good face to face. This is a good mouth to ear, dude. M to E. But they. I feel like there's something broken in somebody somewhere. It might be their heart. It might be, and I don't take this lightly, some sort of mental instability. But something has gone awry somewhere in their thought. Yeah. That if they think we're on a flat earth. Yeah. Because how you sign up for that idea and then stick to it is beyond me. Yeah. I don't. Like you, you are. That's like people. Like there's, dude. There's conspiracies. People think like when you know the reptiles run our world. Sure. The reptile people like they love Alex Jones. Do you do you think that there that we could be in a simulation? Do you think that life it could be a simulation? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So here's my thing. It's something you you will never be able to prove or disprove necessarily. Because you don't know what happens after you die. Right. You have no clue what's going right. to happen. Right. Uh, We've talked about ghosts. <laughs> yeah. So, and so the thing is, it's like, there's a part of me that wonders, like, when you die, do you instantly just, like, suddenly go, oh, God, and you take off this headset and you crawl out of this pod and your friends are sitting there and they're it's like, dude, shit. you were only in there five minutes. And you're like, what the I fuck? I thought life. it was 75 years. Like, you, you, your brain is, well, like, exploding. that's the thing, dude. Look at The Sims, right? Yeah. Imagine The Sims if you had a trillion times the computing power. Yeah. They wouldn't know. Right. Those, yes. that is, a, that literally. We created The Sims. Right. So who cre- so who knows what we are? Right. 
That kind of stuff I fucking love because there isn't necessarily an answer to it because the biggest question of who are we and how did we get here isn't answered so easily. I told you before I'm reading this uh, Stephen Hawking book, uh-huh. and it's so and because I'm very smart and I'm very educated. And it's so You're fascinated. Fun. I'm fascinated fasc- by it. Can I tell you something? Huh. But, but total normal. Everything else is pronounced so well. And can I just tell you something? What? What's that, my friend? His writing fascinates me. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start sliding fascinate see you, in every see time I say fascinate, on it. but say it so quickly yes. and stare at someone to make it on them to call me out. <laughs> like, did you say fascinate? No, you won't get called out on it. No. People let shit slide all yeah. the time. Well, a friend would call you out. Dude, I don't know. Nobody wanted to call you me out when like I said Marine Corps. Well. <laughs> Cut. Cut. Can we take it back? <laughs> it's corpses as is. <laughs> like, no, there's no E in there. Tell me about Steve's book. It's You know what? Totally different person. Stevie. You go Steve Hawking. Oh, I, I, oh you didn't let me. It's Stephen Hawking with a V. It's not <laughs> who you think it is. Um, but even just reading that, where someone who's, who is brain is brilliant beyond mm-hmm. anything I could ever even understand or touch, like them explaining, like, oh, here's me breaking down how things got started and mass and energy and blah, blah, blah in the universe. It still completely begs the question, like, well, the Big Bang theory, you know, yeah. set, started everything. And then you're like, ah, oh, what, what, st- what is beyond the universe? Just right. a canvas? And then like, what's beyond the camp? Like, your brain can't fathom it. Mm-mm. And so then you just go, oh, fuck, I don't know, maybe we're in a machine. Like, how does anything exist? What is anything? Um, now I'm getting off track. But no, you're not. asking those types of questions and, like, wondering it, and then you go, God, maybe we're in a simulation. Someone goes, you're a fucking idiot. And you're like, how can we know anything? Know. How can we honestly know anything? Which is why when someone goes, I think 9-11 might have been an inside job. Might have been an inside job. It's like, just know that there's people who, and I've said this in a show before uh, in Atlanta, there, people don't sit there going, you know what? I hope 9-11 was an inside job. I think they sit there going, oh, no, I hope to God it wasn't. But isn't this suspicious? You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I lost track no, you bragging didn't. that you I'm didn't. a Stephen Hawking me. fan. <laughs> With a V. <laughs> With a V. No, Stevie you did it at all. I think you're right. Um, That's the other thing, too. It's like, if you want to believe that 9-11 is an inside job, don't be glad about what you find. And people get tense about it because it was a, such Horror. a clear, direct attack yeah. on our yeah. country that they almost are like, don't say 9-11, don't talk about 9-11, don't joke about 9-11. 9-11, right. this is what happened, and it's a very... like I understand... The level of seriousness about it. But it, what's so interesting is the people who get offended by any mention of 9-11 are the ones that you're looking at going, you sh- if you're so invested in it, why not ask questions right. about it? Why not be curious about... Dude, there's a conspiracy about Pearl Harbor that they knew it was going to happen and they'd let it because they wanted us to get into the war. Yes, exactly. So, I, and then somebody goes, "That's absurd," and you go, "Why is why, that it's absurd? Not absurd?" Because because you think you need public sentiment. Because you think that people of power in our country and other countries just look and go, "Well, no, I, but my people, I care about the my people think, of my you country." Also think it's like, absurd that the government would send U.S. soldiers in to die somewhere, <laughs> knowing know. that they're going to all die, right? Have yes. you ever studied a war? <laughs> right. Like, remember in fucking Braveheart? And so here's the other direction wait, this remember goes. Remember Braveheart when he's like, shoot the arrows. And he's like, but our guys are out there. He's like, well, we'll hit some of theirs too. Nobody, they don't, exactly. you don't give exactly. a shit. Exactly. And also, this is this is the kind of thing you start talking about and mentioning. And people go, I think it's disrespectful to the army and troops. And you're like, you all you can hear is something you want to get offended by. Right. As opposed to just listening to when someone explains something. Right. There are a lot of people in this world who are anti-war 
It doesn't make them anti-troops. In fact, it makes them probably more pro-troops because they're like, no, I'm actually sitting here wanting the troops to live. Right. But people go, well, that's you're disrespecting the people who make a sacrifice. No, you're respecting them so much that you are like, thank you so much for putting yourself on the front lines. I hope we never have to use you. Right. But then there's some people going, no, I hope we use them because that's what they're there for. Like, yeah. it, it boggles my mind how some people's reality is <laughs> like what they some think. people can't even handle being asked questions. Yes, yes. It's th- that's and that's why I said going back to what I said before. Those people are the problem from top to bottom. Right, they are the problem. There isn't this word like even as what things are in the United States. When you look at it and you're like, God, I can't believe the leadership. I can't believe this. I can't believe that what we thought were laws are suddenly, you know, you can't get in trouble for these things. Like, why are, aren't people being held accountable for certain actions and things? Right, right. The, the, the system of where we are and what we do, you are merely born into this world. You are living on this planet. In this simulation. What you decide to do and how you decide to fix it. You are not helpless. You are not hopeless. You are here. You are a part of a community. Mm -hmm. You have like-minded people. Do you see how many hateful like-minded people there are and how they unify and what they get done when they do it? And I'm not saying that's a good thing. I'm just saying look at what you could do with more numbers knowing that there's more love and and hopeful people than there are hateful. Mm -hmm. It just takes that unity and going – Oh, it doesn't matter who the leaders are. There are still way more people all the time. And yeah. those people make the difference. Yep. God, I don't even know if I made sense. But what I do know is that I read Stephen Hawking. <laughs> I loved it. Uh, thanks for sending that in. That's a great one. I love it when it inspires a discussion. Maybe we didn't even places. get to Did we get to the questions they asked? Yeah. They want to know what we thought about conspiracy theories. We talked about 9-11, the moon landing. What do you JFK? think is the most popular conspiracy there. It's probably probably JFK. JFK. Has to be. Yeah. Although the one currently front of brain for me is the conspiracy of the man of Tawak County police against Stephen Avery. Oh yeah, I need to start watching season two. Yeah, it's all. The fact that that's broken up into seasons feels so weird. Um, Well, they just had to take a lot of time to do a lot of court shit. I know. Um, By the way, I saw First Man twice. Uh, First time in IMAX, which is definitely the way to go because you need the audio for sure. The audio is such a big deal. If you can't go to IMAX, make sure you go to a theater where they like really yeah, hype that they atmos. have an intense like Dolby Atmos yeah. yeah if they say look we have an intense sound thing sound is that movie I hope the sound uh, editor wins an Oscar for that movie because unreal. it was unreal, unreal. Um, go see First Man and uh, that's all for me what do you me got too. anything nope thanks Carson sincerely Daniel Van Kirk and Rory Vaniel Scoville presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 infinity qx80 live march 20th from the edge at hudson yards in new york city featuring a performance by john batiste the all-new 2025 infinity qx80 is an suv designed to help every passenger feel just right be the first to see it march 20th at 7 p.m eastern only on iHeartRadio's youtube channel save the date at new-qx80.com don't miss it 2025 QX80 coming this summer.
Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. 